This is your daily real estate syndication show. You know, being an entrepreneur is difficult. There's a reason why everyone is not pushing to be their own business owner or entrepreneur. One thing that is so helpful, though, is having support at home as an entrepreneur. As you're leading that business, as you're pushing, as you're driven, as you're motivated, it's so important to have your spouse on the same page. I hope you enjoy my continued conversation with Julia Barbaro as she helps us to think through this and how she and Gino did this and lessons that they learned. I like how you being transparent, right, with your struggles, you know, to your children. So they don't even feel alone in this struggle. It's like, no, mom or dad is struggling with this as well. And they get to see you all walk through that and really live that out in front of them. So important. You talked about how, you know, you all had to work on communication. You had to work on, there were struggles. What's a struggle that, you know, you would share with the listeners say, you know what, this is going to happen. This happened to us. This is how you could be working through that before it happens. Or like something that was like almost ended this whole thing for you all, or almost made you all not move or to go back or, you know, those things. One of the things that I actually dealt with when we moved down is my husband and his identity was up North. It's funny because he had the restaurant and, you know, we lived from in a small town and everyone knew me as Gino's wife from the restaurant. And now they all know me as Julia, you know, from Jake and Gino, Gino's wife. And so it's that identity, that identity. When we came down, the most interesting thing happened is we were here and I've never in my life felt so lonely. And it was so interesting because I was sitting at the rental. We rented a house watching my five children or six children. And our daughter was at college just right down the street, but she wasn't in the room at the time being loud and, you know, having fun and whatever. And I just felt so lonely. And I thought, what is happening? Like my identity was taken from me. And I didn't know where I belonged. My husband had this new adventure with real estate. And here I was thinking, well, what about me? You know what I mean? I I didn't know how to communicate it because I was so, you know, when we get into this, we just get into our heads and we we can't see reality. We can't see clear. And my prayer was, God, what what do you want me here? Like, why did we come here? You know, what what do you want from me? Where should I be? I don't even know. And I completely surrendered it because I don't know what else to do. And once I did that, it took some weeks, but I joined a women's group, which I don't would never normally do because I was, when I say painfully shy. I was, I would never be in a women's group. I would never talk in front of people. And that's overcoming fear. If you want to talk about that later, <laughs> I joined this group and I heard this woman talk. It was a Bible class and she just poured her heart out about her life, about her family, about her husband, about her struggles. And I thought, oh my gosh, all of us are trying to hide what we're feeling. And she's pouring her heart out. And it felt like all of us are experiencing this. And so that's what triggered me to say, I want to help other people realize that all the struggles with marriage, family, all the difficult difficulties, we're all going through them and we're all supposed to be doing them together. Supposed to be talking about it. We're not supposed to be hiding our difficulties because as the wife of Gino, (laughs) we all know Gino Barbaro, who is just like a go-getter. Sometimes I'm not sure where my role is. And so I had to go back to, I'm a mother, I'm a wife. And that was my first vocation. That's what I wanted to do. And so that's what I focused on. And I focused on supporting Gino as best I could where I was at at the moment, because we don't know what to do sometimes with our, our life is different. Every season it's different. We change what we're doing and we're not sure where we're supposed to be helping, where I'm supposed to be in Gino's life at the moment. And that was a part of the communication gap is I wasn't sure, but I didn't know what to ask and I didn't know how to explain it. And so that's the power of asking a question. Where can I, how can I help you? How do you want me right now? Where do you want me in your life as far as the support? What can I do to help you out? And then also let, I had to let him know. So men out there, if your wife is not supporting you, let her know. Say, I really need your support because you're my number one person in my life. Your support means more than any, any Else, because we don't know that sometimes we need to be told that, and I think that's important that communication.
communication. No doubt about it. I love the focus on the spouse as well and just the communication because we do often just expect that they know these things, right? Yes. Well, why don't you know this? Exactly. You know, well, I don't know why you're so upset. Whitney, that's my biggest discoverment. If I'm going to just put that out there, I even challenged myself. I said, I am positive my husband is thinking this. And so I went up to him, are you thinking? And, and he's like, no. Oh my gosh. So every time I would ask him, I was wrong. And so that's the thing. We always assume the other person, we know what they're thinking, but we don't, but we could find out, we can get clarity. We can get evidence behind it. If we just ask the question. Julia, any other quick advice before we move to a few other questions uh, around just supporting your, your spouse, you know, in that role at home, uh, you know, and not so much like getting them to support you now, but like, how do we ensure that we're supporting our spouse? You know, I think about my wife did everything in the home for, I don't know, the first three years of our business or more, you know, while I am like working two jobs, practically, you know, two full-time jobs. And so I almost didn't exist at home. And so I think about looking back, obviously she's just amazing. The Lord sustained us, no doubt about it. But, you know, I, I look back and think, man, I, I probably could have done this or that and, you know, supported her better, you know, during that time, even though she hung in there, you know, but, you know, how can we support our spouse at home best? Obviously we're asking those questions, but any other thoughts around that? I think the awareness, I did this experiment, I guess, if you want to call it, where I didn't talk much and I literally just sat in the room and observed. I observed my husband playing with, with the kids one day and I thought, you know, I've never really watched him. I mean, you know, he doesn't, he played with Barbies and I thought it was hysterical. <laughs> he, he was Ken, you know, but, and I thought this is, I never actually sat for a second and watched him. And I encourage you to just try it. Watch your spouse playing with the kids, cooking a meal, whatever it is that they do, because you're going to see them differently. You're going to be more aware of what they're doing for you in your life, what they're doing to support the whole family. And it's that awareness is really the number one part of the communication, because you see the softer side of them that we always were, you know, we're, we're hard on each other. Let's just be honest. <laughs> and I think we're hard on each other because we see the potential in the other person. And we know that they could do it. <laughs> so sometimes it comes out wrong, but there's a softer side to it. And, and I just want everyone, you know, do what I did, sit in the room and observe your spouse. And then later on say, you know, I noticed before how you played with the kids, or I noticed before, you know, you were making dinner and, you know, you look so beautiful, something like that, where you're actually letting them know that that you're aware of them. Because a lot of times we're busy. A lot of times the husbands are busy wherever they are, whether they're working. You know, I'm, I was always busy with the kids and I was focused on that. And we have to take a step back and get have like a timeout. <laughs> when you talk about kids, we have to have a timeout and just be aware of the person. And from there, you said something, Whitney, you said, I wish I could go back and, and say certain things. A lot of times we learn from our past. We think sometimes about our past, like, oh, I can't believe I didn't do that. Or I can't believe I said that. But we are supposed to be learning from it. And so if we go back in time and say, I wish I said all these things. Well, you can say them now. You can say to your wife, you know, I remember some of the things I should have said was this. I noticed you did this, this, and this. That means everything to us. And that goes back to our husbands. We could say that to, to you as well. You know, you sacrificed everything for our family. And so that's a new communication skill that we don't think about as well. And so when we look at the past and we, and we hate it, we can't, I can't believe I did it. Well, next time it happens, here's what I'm going to say. And now we're planning for the future. Does that make sense? It does make sense. It's not too late to say those. No, things. never, never. Doesn't matter how many, 99 years could go by. You could still say it because it still means something. It's that awareness of the person who is everything to you. And, and sometimes we put all that effort into random people in our lives, whether they're employees or something, we, we treat them amazing and we go home and we have to, that responsibility and that focus on our values really comes, comes down to it. Are you about to start a podcast or producing a podcast and tired of doing the editing yourself? 
We have produced over 1,000 daily shows, and the production team that I've created, they're now available to produce shows for you as well. We can do as little or as much as you need from finding and communicating with guests, preparing introductions, to editing the audio and video. You will sound better, have a more professional presence, and be able to spend your time doing other valuable tasks on your business. Let me know you're interested by emailing me directly at Whitney at LifeBridgeCapital.com. It's a real shame. It's like, you know, we, as, especially as entrepreneurs, we get so driven in business, right? And we're like so dedicated to figure these things out. Like whatever, man, I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll just, just go do it, right? But, but then the people often we love the most are the ones that are like suffering. We're not pursuing that same drive or for, drive for excellence at home as much as we are in our business. And, and it's, a, it's a real shame. And I see many marriages unfortunately fail, you know, because one's so driven in business, but man, everything's neglected at home. And, and I often tell my wife, or I've mentioned this probably not often enough, but, but you know, I'll say, you know what, if it meant me us just giving up all this and me flipping burgers at McDonald's for us to just be a family and make it right, it's worth it, right? And none of this is worth it if the family's not together and, and operating well. Yeah, it's the balance, Whitney, right? It's, it's the balance. And, and I, you know, I struggle with that at this moment in my time because I'm like, am I doing too much? Am I, am I spending enough time with the kids? And it's a constant. And I know, and I know my husband goes through that as well. Am I working too much? You know, I have to, you're trying to run a business, you have people working for you. So you're trying to make sure that's all going well. And then you're going home and try to run a family. It's just like juggling. It's a juggling act that you're trying to figure out. Every few months, it's different because the kids change. <laughs> they grow up a little bit. It's like, oh, a new person in the house. You know, what is, what's happening? But it's this balancing act that we're trying to figure out. And I just want to put it out there that we're all trying to figure it out. We see these people. People have told me this straight out. Well, you have it all together. I'm like, oh my gosh, I am figuring it out just like you are. My husband's figuring it out just like everyone out there. And I, and I think that's important to know. No, because sometimes we feel like we can't live up to other people. Well, they're above me. I can't know. We are all struggling just like everyone else. And that's really what my message is. We're responsible. We're trying to be responsible. We're trying to be responsible for our thinking, for the words we use, because a lot of times we're exhausted as moms and we just say things that, are, that we do not mean, but we're responsible for them still. We're responsible for our actions, responsible for our marriage. I mean, that's a big deal. If our marriage is struggling, that's something to talk about. That's something to say, oh, where is my marriage right now? And where is it supposed to be? What are the obstacles? What, what do I have to either maybe get rid of, stop doing? Because our focus, if we don't have a good marriage or a healthy family life at home, the business can be awesome. But when we come home and it's not a happy home, what's the point? That's such a good point. It's just not going to matter. No. Money does not. You can't buy yourself happiness. Everybody's heard that, but we don't always believe it, I'm afraid. But it's so true. It's such a good point, Julia. I, I'm going to move to a few final questions. And, and I want you to apply these to, you know, yourself and, the, and you know, as a spouse and the mother and supporting your entrepreneurial husband, right? You know, or spouse, uh, you know, in business. But what are some of the most important metrics that, that you track? Well, I, I look at my husband's where he is right now because a lot of the times, in, you know, in the entrepreneur world, things are changing constantly. He hired a new person. Now he's going to be, I know he's going to be a little bit busier. And we try to balance that as best we can. But at the same time, I have to also know that he's running a business. And so if that's the case, you know what, you know, let me take take care of this for you. I can see you're struggling with this. This is something that I can handle. You know, I don't know real estate, but I do know a lot of other things. So I can help him out with as much as I can. And I have older kids.
kids, which also can help them out. So, you know, daddy needs help today. Let's go to, you know, to the office, bring them lunch. And I think that's important too, is that awareness of where each other is in the moment. You know, I remember back when my kids were little babies, again, our communication wasn't there. He's talked about this. He's like, I really wish I helped you more with the little babies. And I know a lot of us, we take on resentment because of what our spouse didn't do back then. You know, you said you something before about your, you wish you had done some. And I think that actually helps heal the resentment when the spouse is aware of, I'm, I know I'm, I'm sidetracking. It goes to where we are now. And I think our past can help us for now. And I see where my husband is in the business and I know he has certain tasks and I know he's going to be busy certain times. You know, when we go out to dinner, he usually puts his phone in my bag because he doesn't want to answer it. But sometimes I'll peek. I'm like, oh, someone's calling you. And I'm like, you know what? It's Jake. Why don't you get it? You know what I'm saying? And I know that I want to be supportive. I mess up many times where he is. I want to help out as much as I can. And if I know where that is in the moment, then I can help him and support him. But me nagging at him, he's not home on time. Me nagging at him that he's doing too much work, which I do. I have to say, I do. I'm not perfect. I'm so far from it. I have to say, oh my gosh, you know, sorry for nagging you. I've been hard on you. Because again, if your communication is there, my husband can go to work and succeed because he doesn't have to worry about our relationship because we're we're being worked on. I hope that answered your question. I I know I sidetracked a bit. No, it's good. Uh, It's all amazing stuff. I hope the listeners are taken home, taken to heart. What about uh, some habits that you have, Julia, that you're disciplined about that have helped, you know, you succeed, you know, produce some highest return, whether that's mother, spouse at home in business. What I mentioned before is that fear, that fear of speaking. And I think that was something that I overcame. And I'm not going to say that I did it for Gino, but I did it with him, with his help. Because one of the things that I, when I, when I was listening to that woman talk um, all those years ago, I realized that we need to be a voice. You know, I was being an example for sure. I was being an example in my home for my children on being respectful, you know, um, being faithful, you know, I, I mean, going to church on Sunday is not even a question. It's like, well, what time are we going? That's the question. <laughs> because of the guidance, because of what we value, we're very cautious on. But again, we mess up, but what our values are and what decisions we, we make based on those values. But the fear that I had of talking to people was unbelievable. When I look back and I thought, well, what a disservice I'm doing for everyone out there listening. And I know they're struggling and I know the couples are struggling and the women and even the men. And, and I thought, my gosh, could you imagine? Imagine if I could help them, if I could talk to them. And of course, through many months of prayer and a sermon, and I, I really struggled with it. And everything in me was saying, you can't, I'm not good at it. I'm not a good speaker. I can't get my thoughts together. All of it. I said, you know what though? I even said, I'm like, God, if you want me to do it, then do it. But I have to do it. I have to put the effort into it. And so I said to Gene, I'm like, why don't we start a podcast? And he's like, great, let's do it. And I went to his office the first day and I'm walking up the stairs and I stopped. I'm like, what am I? I can't do this. And I, as I'm telling myself, I can't do this. I just kept taking steps up to his office because everything in us is telling us we can't and we have to decide, you know what, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to try my hardest and do it. And I think from there is where, you know, I feel like our ministry has taken us is just to talk to people about the beauty of marriage and, and family and responsibility and what struggles we've had and how we've overcome them and how we supported each other with business. You know, if we have a fear, acknowledge the fear. Yes, you're still going to be, I still get nervous. I've got nervous before I got on this podcast because Zoom wasn't working. <laughs> of course, you know, people 
think, oh no, she's got it. No, but still do it. Still show up, planned, be prepared for everything we're going to be doing. And that's the success that I've seen. You know, for me, success is different than maybe my husband who's different from you. And so figure out what success is. But for me, you know, in the family world, my, my success would be being a good mother, being there for my kids. As for my husband, it's, it's being there, supporting him, you know, communicating with him, you know, being that solid foundation in, in the family. And then with the company, it's just to speak the message of what I'm speaking today. And so it's worth it. That's my reason behind it. I'm not doing it because I like my voice, <laughs> which is painful to hear. You know, like we, we all never want to hear ourselves, but there has to be a reason behind it. So what's your reason? If you're afraid of something, what's the reason you want to do it? And then just crush it, do it, be afraid. So what? Love that. You have to, you have to step through some fear, right? If you want to grow, no doubt about it. If you experience hardly any success, you've had to do that, right? You've had to push out of your comfort zone, no doubt about it, and do something different than everybody else. And you're definitely a testimony to that. Grateful that you're doing that. Uh, how can the listeners get in touch with you or learn more about you and your books? Yeah. I, if you go to jakeandgino.com slash coloring pages, there's information on there. There's even printout for the coloring pages, which is kind of cool. Amazon has the book and I'll, I'll give you a link for a free PDF as well. And, and viewers can just download that and, and get the free PDF. And you know, I love when people send me their stories, when they contact me, contact me on email, juliabarbaro at gmail.com. I would love to get in touch with you. Thank you for being a loyal listener of the Real Estate Syndication Show. Please subscribe and like the show. Share with your friends so we can help them as well. Don't forget, go to lifebridgecapital.com where you can sign up and start investing in real estate today. Have a blessed day.